Berwick BMW offers convenient servicing for your BMW with next day availability and multiple transportation options. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. What do you think? <laughs> do you love her? Yes, I do love her. So who do you think she looks like? Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> what? Lyndon Johnson? He's joking. No, I'm not joking. She looks like Lyndon Johnson. Get used to it, Keith. Not it's yet. The great, it's the great... Well, no, mm. because there's some issues, but... Uh, it is the great rocks from the weekend on a Monday afternoon, the 26th day of Feb. You know how it rolls, rocks and pox, on a Monday afternoon. Mm. Uh, and it's a congratulations from the bottom of our collective hearts. Thank you. To the entire Gaze family for the uh, latest arrival and your Melinda and our grandparents. So congratulations, big man. No, that's right. It, uh, it was, gee, it was a long process. Uh, 30 hours of the labour that uh, poor old Melinda had to go. Not Melinda, I should oh, say. Hello. Courtney. Although Hello. Melinda was feeling every every yeah, uh, contraction as well. There's, there's a connection between mother and daughter, as you know, like none other. And uh, for 30 hours, young Courtney was uh, going through labour, which was excruciating. But ultimately, the reward at the end was this uh, beautiful little girl called Maeve. So uh, Maeve, person gazed, comes into this world and we're delighted to have her. And well done well, to Melinda. Well, congratulations to all involved. Maeve's a beautiful mm. name, of course, from the old, the old country and... Uh, we're delighted, Keith. We're absolutely. Do, do you feel well, thank different? You. Do, you, do you feel different now I that feel well, old. it's another? It's another personal kind of, uh, you know, lifetime yes. milestone that you tick off. You are now a grandparent. It is. It's uh, it's a funny feeling. Haven't really uh, sunk in yet because the whole time just completely worried about the uh, the health of everyone going through it. And I must say, the uh, public health, uh, health education, uh, health education, the public health system was uh, was very supportive, but it's brief. You don't get to stick around too long. Uh, in there, it uh, gave birth at 6am, at your trot, on your way at 6pm. So didn't even really, just had the one night where she actually did the bizzo. And then um, out you go, chip on off. Your way. And uh, right, all okay. the very best. Right, so okay. so uh, they actually came round to our house last night and spent the, spent the night. So Melinda is all hands on deck. And I'm just getting to that point where I'm just just making sure Melinda understands you realise this is not your daughter. Oh. <laughs> she's very, very active, as she should. And it's a tremendous support that she's providing. Well, uh, congratulations. Thank you for that, Andy. Uh, I appreciate it. No, no, we, we, we love you like, you, uh, like we're part of the gays family. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a joy for us to, to welcome you oh, into the man. world. It's, a, it's probably, a amazing experience. Well, well, I've got. Of course, it is. We've. Uh, You're going to get there. Like, you got three girls. Uh, Hopefully, in a yeah, few years to come. Yet. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. The, this is the advantage of starting late, Keith. Uh, I'm not sure I'll be around. I mean, you know. Oh, I'll give me like, a spell. Wow, well, you know. It's, come having, on, but, Keith. Shags, they're having children later these days. Yeah, you know? but they, not. They're not in a rush. Nah, you to got get, to get stuck in for to children. <laughs> so, I reckon I've got uh, 15, 20 years before. Uh, any of my uh, offspring decide that they want to start uh, procreating, at least, I hope. In fact, yes. I don't want them to be in a position where they are able to procreate for quite some time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I, uh, well, it's just... I want them just to stay, you it know... runs its course. Whatever will be, will be. Yes, thank you very much. 
Uh, we need to declare uh, that uh, the vid has struck. The vid has struck. It's and struck it's you me. in a bad way. Well, no, I'm fine. I feel well, you 100%. don't sound like it. No, I've just got a bit of a blocked nose. But mm. uh, but as a part, I've had it. This is the second time I've been struck. And mm. the first time I had it all those years ago. And I'm having a bit of PTSD at the moment because I'm set up in my uh, mm. in my studio at home. And uh, this was uh, this takes me back to. The lockdown years when uh, when Bobby and right. I were uh, were doing it from uh, from home. You so, would never have known. No, no. So I just need to declare in case there's a little bit of uh, this and that uh, on the way through. Uh, <laughs> you're there and I'm here, and we I haven't am. got the jit. We haven't got the jitsy up yet. Not Rod's yet. Just had a few jitsy issues, so I can't even see your uh, your smiling face. No, well, I'm in the main chair though. I'm in your chair, and it's a Battlestar Galactic here. There's a whole lot of buttons that I can push, but. It's um it's nice to be here in the main chair for a change, and uh, yes, I see yes. the world looking at me, and it's a it's a beautiful thing. I just can't see your uh, bonds at this point in time, but I hope you were you were okay. Um, no, nah, good as gold, mate. I thought I could have run a marathon mm. today if I had to. So, uh, but the daughter, two of the girls, uh, fell uh, fell to it, and ah. uh, the bride said, "Well, maybe you need to test." And mm. I, I did have a little bit of a block nose, so. Uh, test I did, and lo and behold, uh, back it comes as a mm. positive. So hopefully oh, well. it, uh, this time tomorrow to be gone. That is the reason uh, we had to have a change of schedule today too, uh, which is unfortunate. Adam Uze was going to join us in the studio, but uh, with the uh, with the uh, the vid just floating around, uh, the Tiger coach has decided maybe we'll just postpone uh, until... Oh, that's a setback. Uh, the, oh, it is a setback. I, I take it a, a bit of a personal insult as well because I'm assuming that um, unless you're here, unless the main man, unless the superstar, unless the, the ratings juggernaut, which is Andy Murray and he's uh, in the bar show, unless uh, he's in the house, well, um, I don't want to... I don't need to be hanging out with Gazy for any reason whatsoever. Well, I think... That is a setback. Be, no, no, you are the draw, but uh, he's decided that uh, he'll just hold uh, okay. hold fire until he makes his uh, run-home debut mm. in studio. Well, so, I was uh, Rob, with... Yeah, Andy, I was with Tim Taranto on, uh, on Saturday... And he is looking in sparkling form. He's uh, well, I was I was on a basketball court, and he was an elite basketballer as a junior. Played for the Victorian State team. Well, wow. well, I think he was Sandringham Sabres, where he come from, and uh, yeah, he can shoot it. The form's very nice, and I had to talk to him about the, the new cocker and how things are going, and. He was uh, very buoyant about uh, all the goings on at uh, Tigerland, and very, very impressed with the uh, the new coach at the helm. So, it uh, it's there's, there was just an air of confidence that was being uh, banded around. That if you're a Tiger fan, you would have enjoyed it. You would have liked well, it. Well, let's just make that a little early rock, shall we? That's on this an Monday early rock. Rocks, pox. You know how it works. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Tradies hour for Ace Gutters. Australian made, built to last. We're here for Berwick BMW. Berwick, BMW offer convenient servicing for your BMW the next day. Availability and multiple transportation options. So get on the line. I've got a full book. I know you have two. And Harry Coffey, who's uh, one of the great rocks, is over the... Oh, no. Well, oh, it's solid. Bit, I wouldn't say full, but ooh. it's solid. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll see if I can uh, get you through to 5.30. <laughs> Harry Coffey's going to join us as well on the way through. He's a rocks. Magnificent ride on Q-Man on the weekend uh, in the Group 1 Oakley Plate. Uh, a fantastic backstory uh, the Swan Hill uh, jock is going to join us, and uh, it was a magnificent moment on a great day's racing at Caulfield on the weekend. Laura's in Mill Park to kick it all off for us. She's got a rocks and pox, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Gazy's got prizes all over the joint to give... Oh, 
you have got prizes to give away, haven't you? Oh, I'm sure they'll be popping up they'll, soon. They'll We've always got the Signet Power Boost just as a little backup because nice. uh, they just do tremendous uh, stuff and, and we know that they can power everything. Uh, Rod, they can power anything. And 24 little, hours a day. That's Thank right. And the new little lightweight unit that's just popped up. Uh, yes. That, uh, we, uh, we saw on the weekend, and it's very, very mm. – you can hook it to your backpack and all sorts of stuff. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, very mm. nice little unit. Uh, far away, Laura. Hi, I um, hope you feel better, Andy. That, oh, uh, no, I feel great, Laura. Vinny's? Thank you. Yep. Yep. Was it Vinny's Great Charity and um, my Roxas that I found gave his book for two bucks. Wow. Um, well, and my box is that, well, <laughs> I couldn't find Andy's book because I collect all sport autobiographies. Beautiful. So she picked up Gazy's for two bucks. Which one? Which on you, Andy? Which one was no, that? No, uh, hang on, Laura. Which which book was that? Because there, oh, you know, there's a couple of different oh, ones God. that I've been able to put out uh, over the years. Which? Um, I've got it here. The Andrew Gaze story: A kid, a boy. Ah, beautiful. Three. Yeah. And your hair is looking quite coloured. So Thank you. No, it was uh, that went. You know, just the three repeats, uh, three um, <laughs> reprints that they did. So uh, it was a solid performance. <laughs> That one there, Andy. And, uh, hey, Laura, feel free to bring it in to the studio. And I'm happy to put my paw print on it. It's a, it's a bargain at uh, two two bucks. Jeez. That's a bit of a setback, Keith, that it's, uh, you see it on, oh, the, no. Uh, no. On, the, on the outlet table. Uh, no, not at all. It's basically... It's basically the shop owner saying, "Can we just seven ninety nine? No, can some please just take this away from us. It's, it's, Andy, a, it's, a, it's a store clogger. Someone can has someone already it. purchased it and said, yep. "You know what? Other people need to be able, able to experience the joy that this has brought." <laughs> and he's given it to the St Vincent's, and they've they've made two bucks out of it. So well nice. done. Mm. So uh, Laura, there'll never be a book written about me, and we can all understand why that would be the case. But I did uh, help write Gary Lyons' book, The Demon Within, and uh, that went into four reprints. Were you, uh, were you uh, the one of the authors? I was. Well, I wrote it for him. Yeah, with him. I mean, I'd sit down uh, with with the loin and uh, really just talk to him, and uh, then I'd go and bash it into a bit of sort of readable. Jeez, shape. the relationship sort of hasn't. Um, it's sort of had its ups and downs since then. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? What are you getting well, at? Well, I, I just... Well, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you're talking clearly about. Clearly, if he went to you the first time... Is that something put, I need to know? Or? Oh, no, but no, you know, oh. just every now and again, there just seems to be a difference of opinion that will come about, and I just... Well, that's what happens amongst great yeah. friends, Andrew. You know, mm. you're prepared to challenge one another. You're not worried about... And because you care so deeply, you, right. you, you know, you engage. So, that's right. Well, um, that's a big scoop. Well, there you go, the demon with you, in case you haven't read it. Uh, How long ago was that? Oh, no, many, many years ago now. Right. Many, many years. It, uh, it would have been, oh, five or six mm. years into his retirement, I reckon, uh, Gaz. And uh, there are a couple of uh, issues he didn't really want to uh, dive into uh, right. in the book. But uh, very, very fine read. And I Clever. <laughs> I thoroughly encourage anyone who hasn't uh, found the book to find it right. and, uh, and give it a going over. It's okay. a very fine read. Mm. <laughs> Have you got a uh, rock? Listen to that rock. I do. I've, got, I've got a lot got of a rock. uh, rocks as rocks as well, Just give me a quick one because Rod's on the line. So I'm going to give me one of your good ones. Give me a quick one. Now. Okay, I'll give you a, a quick rocks. Uh, the WNBL had their MVP, or their awards night. What did you just say? No. Was there a groan only, from you? Yeah, it, there was because of what happened to Bendigo on the weekend. Well, that's true. They came up short. And they led for big chunks of that yeah, game. of course but they But they uh, weren't able to get the, over the line. But uh, uh, Jordan, Can Jordan Canada, the Melbourne Boomers uh, import, it's only his second import to ever win the uh, Susie Batkovich medal. 
Mm-hmm. I think Susie Batkovich, a superstar opal, what, she win it six times or something? As such, oh, they uh, named the medal over after her. Well, she, um, Jordan uh, Canada, won the WNBL League MVP. So that's a, a very prestigious award that she's picked up. Average 15 points, almost eight assists and almost five rebounds per game. Missed a couple of games throughout the course of the season because um, I think she had concussion, if my memory serves me correct. But anyway, uh, they're going fi- well, to—they're going to be in uh, the playoff action as well. So yeah, no, there's no, a quick rocks, a, little rocks. That is a, it's a very nice rock. Not from sort you, of ro- top shelf stuff, but it's still wor- very worthy, hey, even though you groaned. Thing, the, I groaned because of what happened to Bendigo, mate. They were 16 points up at one stage, yeah. and they got pulverised by Perth, who steamrolled their way into the playoffs. Did so, you see the the ladder at the end of it, Andy? I think there's like four teams or five teams that were on the same record at 11. Yep. And 10, and uh, unfortunately, the spirit unfortunately missed out. Rod's in Baldwin. Uh, he's got a, uh, a pox for us uh, on this Monday afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Roderick. Oh, thanks, Andy. Look, i got a pox for my football club, the Geelong Football Club. Oh, what's happened? Is there, is, there, is there any chance they could give an update on Cam Guthrie, my favourite player? Wow, that's a good point. Is, yeah. is he okay? What's going on? That's a good point. I haven't heard, Andy, any sort of... Details about, uh, I think we all accept that it's, it's going to be you know, relatively serious with the way he went down. But but you're right, we haven't heard anything, Andy, unless you've yeah, got think, some No, no, info. nothing, nothing uh, rock solid and uh, formal. But uh, Pete Ryan was reporting, Rod, that it looks like it's going to be two months uh, on the sidelines for Cam Guthrie. Uh, that report was in the age. So uh, Pete's as good as, a, as good as they get when it comes to this sort of stuff. So... Uh, if it's around, if it's being reported by Pete Ryan that it's going to be in the two-month kind of window, I, I reckon Rod. Even though we haven't had anything formal to this point that I've seen from the from the Pussycats, I reckon you can uh, take it to the bank that it's going to be in that sort of uh, window. Which uh, we said at the time, it looked serious. It, you know, you, you just don't see players hit the deck the way Cam Guthrie hit the deck. You know, a minute into that uh, no. into that scratch match, and um, it. It's come to pass that it is a pretty serious injury, mm. and it's the one area of the ground they could ill afford to lose a player of his quality. Keep. I think Rod might have picked something up for that. Oh, well, when we've gone very early, I would have thought, but uh, you can hold on to it if you want. I'll it's up just to you. well, I'm just going to give him the uh, the round of golf at Club ah, Mandalay for him nice. and a mate. Let's just give them the Club Mandalay uh, prize because the. Up, what's up for grabs today is also the Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack. It's valued at two forty nine. So. A rod was very, very strong, but I reckon uh, we need something a bit stronger than that. But well, you're the boss. He's got the 18 holes of golf for two with drinks, and a cart. And anyone else can go along for 99 bucks for two people. That is just got bargain written all over it. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Wonderful value. Johnny's in Richmond. He wants to uh, join in. Uh, rocks pox. I'm not sure which way you're going with us, John, but far away. Uh, well. I give a I give a, a rocks. Obviously, congratulations, Gazy. Uh, Thank you. Great news. Mm-hmm. Nice to see that they're all doing well as well. Uh, but the other rocks is Liverpool, Carabao oh. Cup. Nice little uh, trophy to start the uh, the four feet with. Yes. Maybe four in a row. Wouldn't but, that be something, Johnny? Wouldn't that be something? It would be legendary. What a way to walk off into the sunset with all those trophies yes. under your arm. Be pretty yes. next level. But uh, I just got a question for you, Gazy. Yes, uh, please. On Steve Kerr's new contract. Did you uh, see that? Extraordinary. <laughs> Is it going to be the highest paid? Well, maybe, let John, maybe let John tell us. Okay, sorry. Yep. Carry on, John. 
Yeah, it was a, it's two years, 35 million a year. Correct. But uh, the question I have to you is, is it a coincidence that these two years is the same time lines up when Curry finishes up? I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so, John. I think that they're aligning it up, aligning it up uh, with Steph. And um, why wouldn't you, Steph Curry? Did you see the numbers? And this is why Steph should be paid whatever he wants because the Golden State Warriors, when Steph Curry, now I can't remember the exact numbers, but these are the ballpark figures. When yep. he arrived at the uh, Warriors, the estimated value of the Warriors franchise was in that sort of half a uh, 500 million, so half a billion uh, dollars. Uh, now, since he's gone through, they've won four titles. Uh, it's it's something in the order of, uh, I want to say, eight billion. But eight bi- bi- billion. 16 times he has helped uh, in, inflate the value of that organisation. But that is, that is That's just... That's unbelievable. So I think that both he and Steve Kerr have been there throughout that journey. So I don't think there's any coincidence. And Steve Kerr, as a coach, because I think Greg Popovich gets a little bit more than that, but he's also the president, so he's got two jobs. But just purely for coaching, I think uh, Steve Kerr is now becomes the highest paid coach in the NBA at $17.5 million. You know what it does do? It makes the owner really think about it if you want to give him the Kyber. Because uh, $17.5 million, that is a big, big check to write out. And I think that helps with his authority. Not that that was ever going to be in question. But, you know, if you're just running around for the normal 7 or $8 million a year, ah, we can write that off. But this is a, a big ticket item. Nice work from you. Uh, Simon, you. we'll get to you next. Uh, it is the tradies out for ace cutters. Australian made, built to last. It is joy for Jordan Thompson in Los Cabos. A miraculous marathon week ends with him as an ATP singles champion for the first time in his career. Unbelievable. I know you and I both got this down as a massive rocks, Keith. Huge what, what rocks. Jo- Jordan Thompson was able to do in Mexico on the weekend. Uh, I think we need to spend a bit of time on this because yep. the magnitude of what he's uh, done and what he had to do in the last day, uh, he had to play three matches to win the singles and the doubles. It was quite staggering in the Mexican heat what he had to go through. So we'll spend a bit of time on that. Well, Andy. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It was an unmissable moment thanks to Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. <laughs> if you're choosing to have a drink, Andrew, choose yes. to drink wise. Of course, that goes without saying. But the, to me... The thing that uh, really stuck out was what happened in the quarterfinal where he beat uh, Alex Mickelson, who's the young US, who beat our man, Alex Demonor, I think, in the round beforehand. Andy, in that match, he was down 6-love, 4-1 Correct. down, and he was down a 15-40. So he was looking at a very, very early exit. And in the true grit and determination that he's uh, showed to go on to win it all, he was able to fight his way out of that, win that one, and then uh, just went on and said, Casper Root, ta-da, out you go. He was the, the, in the final. But then in the, uh, was it the semi-final? Was it Alexis Sverev, the number sixth-ranked player in the world? Alex Sverev? Alex Sverev? Am I right, Andy? Uh, you, you're in the right direction. Yep. Well, he's yep. sixth in the world, and uh, he said in the semi-final, ta-da to him as well. So what a powerful run in a... High-quality tournament, Jordan Thompson's just gone bang. Yep. And the doubles. Yeah, no, magnificent. We'll get to Simon in Point Lonsdale, Keith. There's a lot to unpack with Jordan Thompson, but (laughs) Simon's just hanging on, and we've got to get to the news in a moment. Good afternoon to you, Simo. Good afternoon, 
Andy Murray, have you heard the news? Which news? What's that? Jamie Walsh's back could be back. Well, I don't think he's back when anywhere, but uh, what, well, give me some... Give no, me he's some back, news. he's saying. He's going to be back soon. Well, well, this is what I'm hearing, but Simon clearly has more news than uh, than I do. But what, what happened, Simon? I haven't read the article yet, but it's all over the front page of the AFL there. It's like, yeah, no. Could be back he had a big running session on Sundays, what, uh, is what's being reported. And uh, it sounds like uh, it's a significant step up on what he was able to produce late last week. Uh, and remarkably, given where we were maybe 10 days ago, uh, he's pushing for round one selection, which, or round one or round zero? Round one selection, I think it is. So um, given where he was, Simon, and where Carlton supporters were uh, a couple of weeks ago, or certainly less than that, uh, this is a real step in the right direction. So, Come on, Blues! Fingers crossed. <laughs> Magnificent stuff. Harry Coffey going to join us this half hour. That was a massive rocks on the weekend, what he was able to do for that small South Australian stable in the time on an Oakley play. Just the last thing on Jordan Thompson, and every now and again, Keith, we should spend a bit more time on these Australian athletes who are probably second or third tier, let's be honest. I mean, he's, n- he's never going to be. Oh, I well, think he's... What is, well, he's I think never going to be Wayne or Pat Cash, is he? Like, he's never going to be a frontliner. He's never going to be, you know, one of our superstars uh, winning Grand Slam championships. No, but, probably not that level. So that's what I'm talking about. And I don't, I mean, no disrespect at all to Jordan Thompson, and I'm sure he wouldn't take any. But in that tournament, he had to face 49 break points in total mm-hmm. throughout the tournament. And he saved 38 of them on the way through, which when you talked about his tenacity and... Um, capacity to dig deep through long, long matches in grueling heat. There's something a bit preordained about this because he's clearly mm-hmm. beating players in that tournament who are better than him, just simply better than him. Well, not right and, now, they're not. No, well, they weren't on that particular day. And Kasparov, um, no, yeah, well, sir. He's the 12th well, ranked player Alex, in the world. Alexander Zverev, mate. These blokes are better players than Jordan Thompson. Sixth player in the world. That's well, right. They're, they are be- they're just better. But, I mean, Jordan Thompson's career ranking right now is at 40, which is the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just sometimes it's your time. And Well, how he... many times do you read about a, a match where there's six love down, 4-1 down, and 15-40 in the hole, Yep. and you come back and win the match? That is Cooked. not Cooked. all that common. Uh, no, very uncommon. Uh, mm. So, no, remarkable stuff. And uh, I'd love, So I'm sure somebody on SE in one of the um, stations around the national get Jordan Thompson on to tell his story and have a good old chat. Oh, he might have come on with us, wouldn't he? Well, I would have thought so. I mean, he's a big fan of yours. He's a hooper, yeah, uh, and he, he loves your work, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, that if he if he has his choice mm. and the timelines uh, marry up, it'll be uh, Jay Thompson and A. Gaze going head-to-head, and it'll be uh, something worth listening to. <laughs> Can I give you a major pox? And Please. this is a major, and it's been spoken about a lot on the weekend. Right. And... Too many people are looking at this through the act of the uh, aggressor and not the person on the receiving end. And we should uh, that's going to be my starting point from now on. Mm-hmm. Given what we've been through in the last week, particularly with Angus Brayshaw, the major pox is the head injury sustained by Mark Keane. Now, now in, the, in the hit in the practice game yep. uh, with Sam Power Pepper, th- mm-hmm. that is the pox. The pox is the fact that a player uh, in this current day and age with our... Uh, understanding of head trauma mm-hmm. at an all-time heightened level, uh, that a player uh, cops the sort of 
um, contact to the head mm-hmm. that Mark Keane copped in that game. Now, everybody's had a bit to say about Sam Power Pepper. We're going to wait for um, we're going to wait for the uh, for the fallout from a tribunal perspective. The real challenge the game's got, this was a, I don't know what you saw, but this was a very much a bang-bang type play. This was in the heat of the contest. It wasn't necessarily a player getting lined up. I don't think Power Pepper lined up Marcoon, but as soon as he saw, in the old-fashioned lined up, I mean, mm-hmm. but as soon as he saw and or felt the player coming towards him in the fashion that Keane did, Power Pepper did what we cannot allow players to do anymore, and that is to drop the shoulder, and yet the instinct is to drop the shoulder. Mm. The instinct is to do that, maybe not even necessarily in 2024, to hurt the bloke on the receiving end, but to protect yourself. Mm. And in that in that mm. hotbed of a moment, um, Sam, Sam Power Pepper has done exactly what we cannot allow players to do anymore for the reasons that we saw in that incident. He's going to cop his right whack because we have to get it out of the game, but 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 taking that instinctive reaction away from footballers, Keith, yep. I think it is going to take a long, long, long time. If ever, because I think you're right. There is a element of self-preservation. And, and I don't, I'm not offering an excuse. I think it, there needs no, to be a no. significant uh, message yep. to change the behaviour. But there is, when you're wound up to be so aggressive and you're playing in a a, a game that where you you have to have that, that determination to, to put your body on the line, there will be those literally microsecond decisions that you've got to make where the intent is not what you were, you were trying to do. So yep. I think that is, it, it's going to take a long time. Well, it will take time. And I don't know whether you ever rule it out because it happens so quick. But I think we have seen over the past decade or so, there has been a change in some of the behaviour, and I'm not just talking about the, the, the sniper stuff, the dirty stuff. I'm talking about when you're going into a contest and how a player, maybe just somewhere in the back of the mind, just exercises that element of caution, which they need to do more often these days for, for what we know. But, but Andy, the other thing about this, and you know when you transition from being a player into the media and you're, you're, you're calling your team... Well, Tom Jonas was doing this, and I don't know in reflection if he goes back and he and he listens to the call, whether he would agree with his initial assessment like you did. But I reckon this is was a bit of a pox, perhaps because of still his heart still burning for the club that he played for. And during the commentating, he said this: "Yeah, it didn't look like a lot in it. Just Sam Pepper attacking the ball." Now, like you and I. I guess when you first see it the first time, wasn't a lot in it, just an attack on the ball. I, I don't know whether that might have been just a, an unconscious bias even on the basis of his previous affiliation, do you think? Uh, look, I think the player early into his retirement phase of his life is very much a pro, still very much pro player. Um, so I reckon there's probably a bit of that. Uh, for Tom, for Tom, you know, former captain of the club, of course. That's right. So, so, yeah, so so he would be. I think I think it takes a little while for the player to um, to become a bit broader in the observation Assessment. of the incident. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, look, I I feel so so sorry for Mark Keane. That's going to be my starting point and end point from now on. The player that's on the end of this, and how we how we re 
um, program footballers to stay chest on the way – if you go into a contest like that now, mm. you've got to stay wide open. You have to you have to stay wide open. I hear you, but it's easier. I know. Easier said than done, Andy. If you're Braden Maynard, you've got to stay wide open. If you're Sam Power Pepper, you've got to stay wide open, or you don't go. Mm. And um, it's it's we are at this. We're in this little phase of footy at the moment at this level, uh, where we, you know, where we're going to watch how, how long how Andy? can adapt. What's, I don't know, what's the I penalty? Don't know. Oh God! I, no, no, it's got to be three plus. I think. I think it was. Um, yeah, no, it was all of the wrong. It was. All Is it intentional wrong. conduct? Do you, do you put in that intentional conduct uh, category? Well, it's very. It's very hard to prove that, isn't it? So, it's severe impact, of course. Yeah, no, and it's head high. Yep. Yeah. No, he's in, he's going to get. It'll be. It'll, mm. It's going to be multiple. So I'll, I'll let others decide all of that. But yeah, it's going to be. It'll be three plus. I would have thought. And um, you know, we have a we have another um, little flashpoint at the start of the season. Uh, Twenty one minutes to three. Got to get a break out of the to four. I should say. Got to get a break out of the way. Harry Coffey. He was a, a Group One winning. Rocks on the weekend. Going to join us on the other side of the break. Geoman up to hypothetical. Then King's Gambit recommendation. And Kalos right down the outside. Q-Man up to hypothetical. Their heads in unison. Q-Man. Q-Man, I think, has won it from hypothetical. Magnificent call. Magnificent race. Harry Coffey about to join us after the Oakley Plate on the weekend. The win on the South Australian sprinter. Q-Man. Scotty's in Cranbourne uh, before we get to Harry Coffey. Far away, Scott. Yeah, I was just saw on the weekend that there was two um, youngsters got given their tickets to go to the Olympics as part of the Australian team. Yes. And it was for break dancing. And I just really like Andrew Gaze's view on does he how does he think when these people are gonna be called Olympians for dancing? And they're obviously very talented. But I mean seriously when you stack it up against what I think of as Olympians it's just a, it's embarrassing. Well, it's an interesting one because I hear where you're coming from because we, we grow up with the Olympics and those more traditional sports. But uh, I was sort of in a little bit of that camp, perhaps not as extreme, extreme as what you're uh, referring to, when we heard, first heard about the skateboarding and, and some of the other new sports that have come into it, three-on-three basketball or whether it's beach volleyball over the years, they continue to try and modernise the Olympics, and, and this is yet another example. Now, it's not just like they've thrown it in there. It was in the Youth Olympics, and apparently it was a complete and total sensation. It, it really it was superb. So I think that you just got to uh, wait and see is, is my advice on this. But I hear what you're saying because we grow up in a different environment and thinking of... The, the more traditional ways, but uh, it, it's got to start somewhere with some of this stuff. I think, you know, having said that, a lot of people, I don't know about you, Andy, uh, I can't remember where you sit, but a lot of people say the same about golf in the Olympics, and that's yeah, a more do. traditional sport. So, uh, but it is, because I know nothing about breakdancing, it is, uh, it's hard to to really know until you see it. But Andy, you and I were there when we were seeing, we saw the skateboarding, we saw these youngsters there. They... They lived the Olympic ideals like no other. And the spirit of the Games was very much alive in those youngsters as they were competing for their country when they were doing their – in the skateboarding. Here, here. I mean, this is where we are. Um, and I put, I put Scotty – and I hope he doesn't mind me doing it, Scotty. I don't know whether you're still with us, but this is where I reckon some of us are a bit generationally challenged. I'm a bit like you, Scott. We, we've grown up – 
understanding what the uh, Olympics, or thinking we understood what the Olympics look like and um, the sports that were given their chance to shine uh, on the Olympic stage. And yet we keep getting told that if the Olympics don't evolve, um, they are going to be they're going to be irrelevant to an audience uh, of youngsters, sports, sports fans, or new generation, so, Andy. Yeah, that's right, of, mm. of people that come through who, uh, for whom this is uh, some sort of competitive pursuit. Um, does that does that sit okay with you, Scott, or, or is it? Are you just going to have to accept like a few of us that you know what was is not what it is anymore, and, and it will never be the same because of that. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. gone. Well, Andy, it's gone. Uh, Andy. He gone. He gone, mate. Jeff. And he's had his son. He gone. Nah, fair enough. But it's we've got we've got the two break dancers. Jeff J Attack Dunn. Yep. J Attack is uh, I assume. Yeah, And then Rachel Gunn, and it's Rachel Raygun Gunn. Uh, they're the two that's going to be going away and representing uh, us at the Olympic Games. So, Superb. Well, we oh, should I, both well. I keep an open mind, but I understand well, where he's coming from, though, yeah. Andy, because so it, do I. So do I. I've never, I've actually never seen, other than in watching Electric Boogaloo, I've never seen breakdancing. Right. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Remember that movie? I, not really, but I, now we all remember breakdancing when it was doing its thing. Mm. You know, the puffy. The puffy tracks. Even the snap pant might have been in there somewhere. Snap pants were big. They were big. Okay. It was no, Harry, we can't get through to Harry Coffee at the moment. Mm. So while we're on uh, Julio, I might get you to queue up the old Kieran Perkins if you don't mind. So there was a lot said last week, wasn't there, about Shane Rose and the equestrian and the mankini and everybody's trying to put it into some sort of perspective. He has been cleared, Andy. He's been he cleared. Has. And he's he able now to... He they has. went through an investigation only because, Andy... Investigation. There was, But only... They had to do it only because there mm-hmm. were complaints. So yeah. I how reckon... Many, how many? I reckon how many complaints, Keith? Equestrian Australia got the complaints and going, yep. turn it up. But they have to. They, you've okay. got to go through the process. So, yep. so, okay. Yep. Yep. Yep, you do. You do. But why can't at the end of it you go, mm. hey, listen, this bloke was having – it was a costume I event. think they have. Okay, well, let's just have a listen to Kieran Perkins on Offsiders on the weekend. And, and okay. you, you give me you give me your, your sense of I have heard the it. way that uh, mm-hmm. Kieran has uh, responded. Okay. There's been a narrative that sort of it's, uh, it's a good 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 old Aussie bloke just, just having a little bit of fun. But what those pictures didn't show you was the pictures I saw, which is, of course, it was a man who was a, semi, a 50-year-old man semi-naked jumping a horse over jumps at a community event surrounded by um, people of all ages. And uh, I'm sure what we've learnt from this is that um, role role models um, need to uh, pay close attention to the impact they're having on everyone around them and think about what that means for for not only themselves but their sport as a whole. And um, uh, I'd like to hope that we never see a a mankini um, in public in that kind of environment again. Uh, I see. I hear where he's saying, and maybe because that's he's got to take the official line. But that is a very no, you tra- don't. No, you don't. That is a no, very traditional view that yes, Kieran is, is taking, yep. and and yep. I and I understand it. And maybe he's trying to show respect to the equestrian community who want to uphold those values. But to what he's talking about is absolute rubbish. We can go and if you take that same view, someone getting out of a swimming pool with a with you know. A, yep. Three centimeters of cloth around the agates. That that that's. I mean, what's the difference? It's spot on. So what, so spot on, mate. People so, watch. Yeah, hundred percent. 
you don't. My point is this: you don't like what impact might might he have had? What the impact he might have had? Mm. I was horrified by it. No, you weren't. And if you were, you maybe maybe you need to consider your position because uh, this is not one of those moments in time where mm. we have to put Shane Rose or the posi- or the person in his or her position up on the stake and have him um, publicly lambasted for that. It is okay to say, it is okay if you can repeat and say, look, it might have gone a bit far. And yep, we did have a couple of people complain mm-hmm. from a taste perspective. We know Shane. Shane's a, a legend of the sport. He's a great of the sport. Three-time Olympian, no, I believe. Is he, he meant is no offence. He meant no yeah. offence. Yeah, he meant no offence. It was a colourful day. They were wearing costumes. It was one of three costumes he wore. Uh, to those who were offended, we apologise. But Shane has not, Shane has given so much to this country. He has nothing to be ashamed of or apologise for. Mm. Um, you're allowed to actually say no. Mm. No, no, no. There's nothing in this. And um, we're, we're just going to move on. And, and if people have got issues from a taste perspective, I'd like to know how many and who they were. And if you if you saw it and you and you were um, horrified and you thought it was tasteless and you'll never go to an equestrian no. event again. It's only lucky- Andy, it's only the rusted on equestrian fan and it was probably of a, a certain demographic that, that they come from a different era and they are stuck yeah. on the values of it that that, that said, Well, I I think that this is hurting the the equestrian sport. So they, they write a complaint. I I thought no. I had a bit of a laugh. Yes, he had a, he had a, two other costumes that he tried correct. beforehand as well. Correct, correct. We got to get to a break. Mm. Uh, uh, it is seven minutes, seven minutes to four already. Gee, what? Trade out for eight. It is. Trade's out for ace gutters. Australia may build the last. Extraordinary. It looks clumsy. Yes, there's a tackle with Rioli who sort of brings Keen around into Power Pepper's um, path. I don't know what Kingy means by a severe penalty. I think this was this was a little bit a little bit careless by um, Power Pepper, but I I didn't see a real intent um, as he as he approached the contest, and um, and I think he's wrong place, wrong time. I, I think there were there were options for him um, on the le- on the way that he approached the contest, but. Um, I, I mean, I don't severe penalty. I don't know what King's looking for. I think it's, I think it's probably worth a, a two-match suspension. So there's Bucks, uh, yeah, earlier, and uh, on the San Pal Pepper incident, of course. I, I, I know Julio, you're in the studio. I don't know whether Rod can put calls to the line for us while he's out there on his papa. He can. Benny Lyons out there, so he'll help us oh, out. Mm. Oh, I've got a question, and, and as we have a chat about it, and I'd, I'd love people to welcome us. Welcome. I'd like to welcome people into the chat here. Does anyone think still that Sam Powell Pepper doesn't have a case to answer? No. Does, is there anyone? No, surely not. Well, well, this is what I mean. You don't. I don't. Gazy doesn't. Bucks doesn't. Kingy doesn't. But I wonder whether um, the the punter's voice sometimes doesn't necessarily get reflected by. And and there was a there was a hesitation from from Bucks then to go to the end of the line. You know, in terms of the. Severity. severity of the mm. penalty that, that some are suggesting is warranted. Buck sounds like he's erring on a one to two type of game suspension for Sam Pepper. But but oh, Andy, oh. but just on that, if you're going to do that, I think that the transition to make players change behaviours, even when they are instinctive, 
And I think there is a, a, a there's an element of self preservation oh. and all those things. But if you're talking about trying to make a change to the behaviour, I don't know whether those smaller penalties or relatively smaller penalty penalties have the same impact as a more severe penalty for these types of uh, of infractions, which could be argued. Like I said, that there is an element of there's no well, there was, was no self preservation in that. Oh, oh, I think you're all being you and Nathan are being very generous. A little, I think it's very, a split he had the ball. Thing. Tackle him. Well, he still had true. the football in his hands, but he did spin him around into uh, it. So. I think you're being very generous. I mean, no, I, I know agree, every, I agree. Inc- every incident's got to be taken on face value, but sometimes the style of the player gives you an idea of what happened. I mean, he's a very, very aggressive player. I don't yes, think it was. I don't think it was any self-preservation in that. I, I don't think know, he. I, but he, the, the intent, though, I don't, I'm not well, sure. He's only been in- charged with careless. Yeah, so that's that's fine. Right. But to suggest that's only one or two weeks, no, 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 no. That's got to be three plus. Yeah, I would have so thought I, so. So I just go back to the, as I said to Gazy before, Julio. I go back to the instinctive nature, and and I don't think it was. I, I think, I think somewhere in there, I, I whatever the totality of Sam Power Pepper's reaction to that very, very brief moment in time was somewhere, and it might only be less than 10%, but somewhere there probably was a bit of, that's my way of looking after myself. So if that's how, if that, if you want to call that self-preservation, mm-hmm. there's somewhere in, in the footballer's instinct, that is what the footballer does to tuck up and protect. And um, you know what the footballer's instinct should be? Well, when the opposition has the ball, you tackle yep. them. All right, so this you is don't drop we, the shoulder. No, no. Right, but you, this, but in that that action though, well, there would be now if you did try to tackle, you're going to expose yourself. Oh. And, and I think as much as you want that to happen, why would he expose himself then? Because you're why? going front on to someone and trying to uh, trying to tackle them. Oh, I think that's oh, I think that's a bit generous too. We well, said that, that happens all the time. Players spin out of a pack, and you you've got to tackle them. Yeah, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think that there is an an, an innate instinct that you're going. There is an and to the degree, who knows? But there is an element of self preservation that I'm going to get hurt if I just go in there and tackle him because That's right. I didn't get low enough. Yep. I wanted to get low, but I wasn't quite low enough in that split second. Mm. And maybe I think that's a bit generous. Mm. So this is this is where you need a crystal ball, right? This is, and this is what I don't I don't. I don't think any of us quite know what the answer is to this before you get to a couple of calls. If the if the if we're trying to t- if we if we need to coach out of footballers that instinct to tuck up and protect because of what we saw on the weekend um, that that in, and the Maynard one. Let's just use two of the most recent ones: the Maynard and the Power Pepper incidents. Both different, but both players getting hit side on, pretty much down the middle um, and high, right? How long is it going to take us to deprogram footballers to tuck up and and hit in that um, sort of instinct side on? And what's the alternative? What what do we do if if as Gazy says, Julio, to to be wide open and to tackle in in the power pepper situation on the weekend, you are exposing yourself to being hit straight down the middle, and that is likely to cause you some injury. So if that is the case, what is next? Does the player in the power pepper situation walk away from mm-hmm. the contest? Does he have to give him? Does he have to? Give I don't know about walk away, but maybe walk go away, with but, the. Or just 
Well, mm. I don't know what it is. I, I, don't, I don't know, know what that looks like. And Andy, I think regardless of whatever you try to, however you try to educate the players, based on the the, the natural fabric of the game. There will be times when players are caught in the wrong tackling position or it happens so quick mm. that you, you, sometimes a reflex action will happen. Now, I'm not saying that was the case here. I'm not trying to defend it, and I think he should get a, a significant suspension. But when, like Tom of, Jonas. The, when you think of the broader view, no, no, no. no but I'm when you think of the broader view, well, you can't legislate for every single no, you incident. Can't. No, and I take your point in totality, Andy. I think it, I think that about the instinct is a good point. But if if you if you're bracing for contact, you stop. Your your feet are planted. Yeah. His, I, his was, feet yeah. are not planted. Yeah. They're still yeah. moving through. Yeah. If you're bracing, yeah. you're like, oh, stop. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And we know Sam Pepper likes the contact. He, that's the way he plays his footy, and that's what makes him, you know, such a highly valued teammate of the boys at Port Adelaide. Ted's in Brighton. I'd love to know, does does anybody anybody think that there's no case to answer for? Careless, severe impact, high contact, straight to the tribu- tribunal is um, how it's been assessed. Ted, welcome to the show. How are you going? Good, Ted. Good. Yeah, it's good. I just, I just find it interesting. I don't think, I think you're silly if you think that you, you can, the AFL can begin to micromanage every instinct reaction of every AFL player when they're coming head on to a hit. I think it's a given players are going to close the body and protect themselves when they're in the flight of motion. More specifically, that Maynard bump, you're in me there. You're not going to... To ask AFL players to leave themselves open and, and avoid turning the shoulder, that, that, that's a whole different story. There's, there's a big difference between going at a player, dropping the shoulder with an intent to injure, yep. and, and having split-second decisions where human instincts... Uh, overrides and you're trying to protect yourself. And I don't, th- I don't think players can be getting punished for that. So, Ted, I, I, I think, you, you're, if I may, and the other boys might yep. have a question to ask you as well, but if in the moment of self-preservation, say, say, say you accept the fact that Sam Powell Pepper was largely about self-preservation, but he did still hit the opposition player in the head, does he have a case to answer? Yeah, I think, I think there's a difference there. There was a period of time there where he would have had more of an intent that if you're comparing it to Maynard, he had more of an intent um, to. I'm not going to say that he was he was entering that contact to do damage, but I think he was a careless. He was careless enough that he does. Um, he mm. should be facing a consequence, however many weeks that that may be. Um, but I, I think when we start talking about trying to stamp out this side-on contact out of our game, it's it's, it's bordering on impossible. And this is good that it's been sent to the tribunal. First one of the year. Let's hear it all play out. Let's not give give him a set penalty. Let's hear it play out. Let's see what the guidelines are. Let's see how we're adjudicating this in 2024. And I reckon, though, the path they're going down, and rightfully so, as they do everything to try and protect the head, is that I reckon the fans are going to have to accept that you're going to see some acts from players that normally you'd be ridiculing for. That you'd be saying, well, oh, that's... this is what I'm. This is exactly the and, point and... I'm getting at, Shaxx. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so if you're there and you're you're at the game where you're normally hurling abuse for being gutless or not being aggressive yep. enough, all that type of stuff. Yep. You go. There's got to be a transition from the fans because the fans, believe it or not, put enormous pressure on the players mm. to behave in a certain way. That's why we're going to take the fans along with things like this. Correct. And but, educate them. But so that, they know. there's a transition. That no, you've of got course, to go yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. Even right now, so, some people are, are just vehemently 
going against a lot of the uh, changes is, or points of emphasis, changes in rules or even just points of emphasis in rules because they feel like it's attacking the fabric mm. of the sport. It's, there it is. And that's that, the fabric of the game mm. is exactly what this is going to in the minds of many. I don't think it is, though. I, I, think, it, I, think, I think to a degree it yeah, is because I think, I think that the side-on thing is very much a – that is what we've been taught for time mm-hmm. immemorial. Now, now – we understand but is that the that fabric t- of the game? Is that well, the- I think it is. I think it is because we're a contact sport and we're an attack the footy sport. We, we are first But like you said, if hard. you do that with, with a tackle rather mm-hmm. than uh, – then you're not attacking the fabric so, of the so, game. No, no. But this – so the bump – I think we've gradually worked our way through the bump, right? If you choose to bump and you hit the head, no matter how well executed in the minds of many um, from the old school the bump was, if you bump and you hit a guy in the head – then you're gone, and you throw yourself at the mercy of the court. And I think, I think by and large, there's a significant majority of footy fans who are down the line with that. I, I think. Mm. Am I right? Do we? Yeah, have, I think. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. So the power pepper one, I don't think he was choosing a bump. I don't think he was. I think he entered the contact, the contest, and this is where I'm getting at. Does the player in power pepper's case in five years' time is his instinct because he can't predict what the tackled player is going to do, how he's going to most be motioned in the tackle, is Power Pepper in five years' time, whoever the player is in that instance, is his instinct to not go, to stay out, because if that player does get slung at me at a fair yeah, rate of knots point. like he was, and I do do that, turn side on to protect myself, but the bloke's head makes contact with my shoulder or my tucked up arm, and he's knocked out. Well, I'm liable. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and in... And I'm not trying to bump. I wasn't entering the contest with any with with any of that as a, mm. a premeditated thought. All I did was this bloke presented himself at me because of it. He was tackled by a teammate, or he was coming off the top of a pack, or whatever it might be, or he jumped in mm. the air to smut. Whatever the whatever the traditional accepted football act might be, I don't know. I just I don't know what it looks like in in a couple of years' time. Peter's in Roval. Um, Pete, give us your thoughts. Uh, g'day, boys. How are we? Good, Pete. Good. That's the way. That's the way. Uh, I'm not saying he's guilty or he's innocent. I'm not ringing up it. Um, the Adelaide plays, if it was that bad, surely they would have remonstrated with Pal uh, Pepper. But I didn't see any of that. So I don't know. What's what's your take on that? That's irrelevant. I mean, it's mm. like when people say, oh, he wasn't. Re- the umpire saw it on the day and he didn't report him. Well, it doesn't matter. We've looked at it back on mm. video, and a lot of the players around it might not have seen exactly what happened. Mm. It, it really, I don't think that gives you real any insight or to the mindset of the Adelaide players or, or mm. Power Pepper. That, that, that happens from time but to time. But the bottom line to Andy's original question that he threw out to the audience, uh, I, think, I don't think anyone in the current climate is suggesting that that should go unpenalised. Yeah, okay, no, I agree with that. No, I'm with you on you'll... that. And, and, the, and the temper text is the 40 wings temper text. Ah, very much so. Yeah, yeah great. Very All much right. so. Well, In well, fact, well, I think, yeah, yeah, the temper text, they're, they're almost like we're trying to defend Pal Pepper a little bit. Oh, no, bit. no, no, no. No, we're no, not. No, I don't, mm. no, don't think for one minute mm. that's the case. I, if you had been listening at the start of the mm. show... Mm. I think we're all we're all three we're all in the yeah. Three, I, I don't see a lot of. I think I'm a bit different to you. I don't think I don't see a lot of self preservation in that action from Sam Pell Pepper. Yeah, well, I don't see a lot either. But I mm. wonder what I reckon there was a bit. I reckon somewhere in the middle of all of that, 
you know, that split second hurly burly, I reckon it was a, a little bit. Now I, I might be I might be cutting him slack that he mm. doesn't deserve to have cut, and in the eyes of some, uh, I'm sure that'll be that'll be that point will be made. But um, yeah, mm. could, okay. So so let me let me ask you this: Could you imagine that could have been? Uh, Connor Ro- say Connor Rosie was the player in um, yep. Sam Palpepper's mm-hmm. position. Could could Connor Rosie in your imagination have done exactly the same thing that Sam pa- Sam Palpepper did? Uh, yeah, he could have. But I, I if he if he just braced and he stopped, I would say, yep, that is a complete self preservation yep. act. But he doesn't. He goes through. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm. yep, yep. Mm. James is in Ivanhoe. Um, give us your thoughts on, on this one. It's clearly been spoken about a lot, James, and will be. It's a real litmus test um, going into a new season. W- welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, fellas. Look, it, 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 the whole lot is just uh, a, deck of, a deck of cards. You get Hussein Bolt running flat out and then telling him he's got to stop within one metre and go another way. All these bumps get slowed down to microseconds. Football players, look, there might be some smart ones now, but they're not all that smart where they can make their decision within a microsecond and stop what's going to happen. We've got to bloody give them some slack. This is unbelievable. Oh, but, but footballers do things in microseconds all the time, James. All the time. I don't... I think... Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And he so, wasn't so, running it at 100 miles an hour. No, he wasn't. Like no, you're he saying, wasn't. Bolt. No, he wasn't. No, it's equivalent but, to 100 miles an hour when someone's coming pretty coming quickly at you. At you. So, so the, the, take a step back from James's perspective. This is where, and I'm, I'm going to keep repeating myself here, but but this, and it's a it's a repeat without an answer. This is what I don't, and I don't, I don't know what. And Daisy, you took you mm-hmm. mentioned fabric of the game before. I don't know what this what this looks like in in a couple of years' time because. Um, the, the coaching will tell people you can't do that. Mm. And if you can't do that and there is an element of self-preservation, well, what do you do? Because you don't want to be wide open. You don't want to get injured. So do and, – and then you made the point, and I think it's worth repeating, the supporters are going to see players, I think, through the evolution of footy, end up doing things that once upon a time they would have been pilloried for. Hundred percent. That's what I was talking about before, yeah, Andy. I couldn't agree. And, and more. it's the fans, it's but repeating. the fans have to accept that as well. And I don't know whether a lot of fans are on board with that because of the so-called uh, fabric of the game being compromised. But oh, look what happened last week, with Angus Brayshaw. That's get, a, your, that's head, the get point. your head around it. That's, that's get your the, head around it quick. It's not hard. That's what I think most people hard. have to do. Mm. All right, let's get to the break. Cameron Sam will get to on the other side of the break. Stick around, fellas. We want to hear what you've got to say. Uh, we're here for Berwick BMW. Berwick BMW offering convenient servicing for your BMW, next day availability and multiple transportation options. 26 past four. Great to have you with us this Monday afternoon. Obviously, the Sam Power Pepper incident going to be a big talking point for a whole lot of reasons. And uh, understandably, you too, there's a lot of people who want to join in the conversation. There is. Cameron is in sunshine, uh, and he's jumped on the uh, open line. Uh, far away, Cam. <laughs> yeah, g'day, boys. How are we? Good, thanks, Good Cam. I'm not in sunshine on the sunny coast. Much nicer place in Australia, but anywho. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just just two points. I just want to give a quick shout-out, Murray. You probably appreciate this to the boys in red this morning. What a victory, playing with half a side. Probably got $800 million sitting on the bench, and we can still perform. Unbelievable, Another point, mate. obviously, to do with the Power Pepper incident is... It's a minimum four weeks. 
I hear you guys talking about intent and if what he, protection and preservation. Why don't you get Greg Williams on the phone or Gary Hocking on the phone? Or why don't you put those two boys in charge of the tribunal who went out every week and did this on purpose? It's a drive-by shot and he should be hung for it. There's no self-preservation. He got his shoulder in his jaw. There's a million other options he could have done. I've been suspended over my entire career. Shout out to all the boys that I ran through in the bloody VAFA. <laughs> I do apologise. I really do. I've been missed 16 weeks. But every shot I did was with intent. And it was intent to hurt the other player. We know how Power Pepper plays. He plays on the line. and some, Same as Maynard, they play on the line. I love those sort of players. But in this day and age, like Kingy said, you need to set the standard. Why don't you ring up Greg Williams and Gary Hocking and ask him, did he do it on purpose? God damn, he did it on purpose. And now some bloke's got another concussion. Thanks, guys. Go no, good on you, mate. Well, a lot of those acts I think uh, that Cam's talking about, of course, yeah. but a lot of those yeah. acts that Cam's talking about, I don't know whether they fit into this category mm. as such. There's some of them. Buddha, some of Buddha them had do. a few like that. I remember Buddha doing mm. a few like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The, no, that's the, true. In the old school, the good ones are good at it, right? They, they, can, they can make it look like an accident, the good ones, um, back in the old days. We see so few of those mm. type of players nowadays, and... Um, but but uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a valid contribution made, and we appreciate it. Cam Luke's in West Lakes. Give us your thoughts. Hey guys, how you going? I love the show. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. Uh, just uh, just remember, just as we say that Power Pepper uh, did go in the tackle, uh, he opens himself up, and then because Willie Rioli was swinging Martin around, why haven't did Martin decide to brace as well, and then he cleans up Power Pepper? Are we saying that Martin should be reported then? No, because he's got the footy. Yeah, but then but he's got the footy, but then he's bracing himself because Power Pepper's coming in for a tackle, and then Power Pepper gets cleaned up. Well, that's the well, thing. If you've got the ball, you're entitled to brace. That's totally different. If you've got the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but you I think can, his you can't point, fend off with a high arm or anything like that. No, but, but I think his point is the same. If someone's coming at you okay. in, okay. As, from a defensive standpoint... Mm-hmm and you've got the ball, you can still perform an act. Now, it wasn't in this case, but you know what I'm saying? You still can perform an act that could could hit someone high in that bumping action when someone's running 100 miles an hour to get you. If you've got the football. If you've got the yeah, football, no, of course you can. You can. can. No, you can. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah. But I think so, it's different. So, it's different. It, it so, is. Yeah, and that's, okay, the thing. But, that's the hardest yeah. thing. Trying to legislate every single yeah. scenario. Yeah, very difficult. It's, it's very difficult. Mm. But I think this falls into a general category that if you're trying to eradicate these types of instances, then you've got to figure out what the appropriately appropriate penalty needs to be. So, so Keane's getting slung. So let's just play that out just for a second, right? Keane is getting slung mm-hmm. uh, and he's out of control. So, it, so th- that I think he would be, no matter what happened um, in the secondary part of that, Keane would be, would be fine. But let's say Mark Keane has got the footy, as Gazy's talking about, and he's running down the outer wing. And a bloke stands in front of him, wide open to tackle him, right? To do all the right things, stand what? And Keane goes, "No, I'm going to run straight through you," and dips the shoulder, with tucks the ball under, like a running back in the NFL. Exactly. What's, What's his intent? To run through the tackle. Well, that's different, isn't it? You can't, you can't have an intent the, to do got, that. But he's got the ball. Yeah, I think if, if your intent is to hurt, I think that's different than well, bracing for contact to, with the no. footy. No, well, he would say my intent wasn't to hurt anyone. My intent was to to break a would be tackler, and unfortunately, uh, he you know buckled his knees or whatever. I'm a bit t- taller than him, whatever. And my shoulder, when I turned side on to brace for contact, um, hit the would be tackler high. 
As as eight nine five says, you tuck your arm in and bump when you could tackle, you're in big trouble. It's is it is that's no, true. And, if you hit him, in, yeah. And, if you and, hit him straight down the middle, Sam Pepper's fine. Correct. But so as, and soon I as don't you make that head eye contact. Correct. So so you you're trying to put okay, in so, place yep, sure. a, yep. a mechanisms no, no. to to unincentivize. Is that a word? Disincentivize. To disincentivize. That's the word from players from doing that. Here, here, I agree. No, no, no. no we've but the confusion is you do the exact yep. same act, but you're low. You don't get him in the head, and we go, hooray. That's but a that, brilliant... that, there's no confusion there. Well, it, it no, is that's... in that split second of the moment where you're going, well, I was trying to do that. Now, I didn't know what he was going to do and, and what his trajectory was going to be. I thought I was low enough. I thought I was mm. doing the right thing. I did everything I was, I was uh, coached to do. Yeah, but you got it wrong. You got it wrong. And you got it yeah, wrong. That's right. You got it wrong. Yeah, that's, that's right. the difference. And I've got to make that think... that 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 decision yep. in a in a micro mm-hmm. session in one beat, bang, and then it's that's tough. We've got to get to the new L's on the road. Is heap of people want to have a chat about it? Far away, Alan. Great uh, guys. Just a quick query: if you if you're going against a flight, or or sorry, the market, the guy who wants to market about coming against a flight. And you see that he's not looking at you, and you brace and you knock him out, and it's that split second. Firstly, is that is the person who braces himself because somebody's coming at him? Is he at fault? And second thing I want to ask: Has the bump actually been eradicated or legislated out of the game? Nope. Are you still allowed to bump? Because if yep. they say no more bumping, then you're going to reduce the chance of. Because I mean, obviously a lot of the bumps will be shoulder to shoulder or to the body, but. You're going to have the chances of getting somebody in the head. Uh, it's, no, it's not legislated out. I mean, we could go the rugby league route, bring in the shoulder charge. Even if they don't get him in the head there, they're in trouble. I think in those instances, mm. I think mm. that that is, has merit. Mm. But in, in that incident you mentioned there, Alan, no, I think that's a different story. If you've got your head back over, if you're running back with a flight of the footy and you see someone's charging at you and you brace for contact, that's a bit different to what that's, Sam Palpepper mm. did. And provided that person... Mm running towards the football has the eyes on the ball and he's trying to go yeah, for but a if, marking if you contest. can see they've got their eye on you and they're going to clean you up, you're entitled to brace for contact. Mm. And then therefore, no. if they get injured from there, that's their problem. Is it not? Uh, well, mm, I think dear. it is. Mm. I, I agree. What but here's where we're, Well, this is the thing, Keith, and this is what we're trying to work our way through. And we want to know what is allowed and what isn't and what the game's going to be left with when we get through this phase. And we understand why we're getting through this, going through this phase. Everybody understands yeah. it. That's for the good of the player. Okay. Uh, everybody understands that. Right. But, but the game is, you know, to be protected to a degree. Um, Joe and Matt will get to you after the latest from the newsroom. You may find yourself well, they'll have a bit to say about all of this and a whole lot of other stuff. Just before we get to our calls, uh, have you seen the Tom Morris's reported uh, about an hour ago? Yes, the gloves? gloves? Yeah. I don't understand that. The AFL has tightened its regulations around gloves. Why? In 2024, only players with medical certificates and approval from Laura Kane will be allowed to wear one. Why, why, why? Is, why is that yeah. an issue? Oh, I don't know. We'll because need, certain we'll gloves need. certain gloves were outlawed. Remember Travis Clote had this very sticky yep. pair of gloves and they said you can't yep. wear them anymore. But if a player just wants to wear a regulation glove because they like the feel of a glove, or what, what's wrong with that? Well, there'll be there'll be reasoning behind it. I, I can't mm. for one minute imagine that the AFL would bring in a regulation like that unless yeah. they had. But do you think a perfectly good reason for are it? They thinking did, there's some gloves that are borderline. Well, but but is do you reckon that it really matters if you've got a glove that might be just? Well, it helps you with marking. It's 
Yeah, the AFL clearly mm. think there's an mm. issue. So yeah, Jai, Simp- Jai Simpkins going to be wearing a glove for two months. This is quite an interesting yeah, so- story, this, before we get back to the cause. He, he did a finger tendon in that game against Collingwood last week. A tear in his finger tendon. But it's not bad enough that he can't play. So he's going to wear a glove for the first two months of the season. He's very, Torn. very lucky. So you get when you very wear very lucky. That's not an eight-week injury. Are there, restri- there, are oh, there restrictions on what can be on those gloves? Yeah. Well, Travis Cloak about oh, ten years ago. No, I remember it. Yeah. So there, there is but, sort of regulations around the glove. Jeez. Mm, remember, though, I think he was using the kind of wide receiver type, mm. yeah. tight end type gloves that have got that real sticky sort of, you know, mm. um, what membrane on the on the hand of it, if you like, and. Um, but, but look, hey, Tom, Tom's broken the story. Laura Kane will explain yeah. it at some yeah, stage. And, and, the, and I'm very, very keen to find out um, why that would be the case. They're not bringing it in. No, of course. It's not just to annoy everyone. No, that's right. Mm. Uh, well, it could be. But, Let's get you know, Tony Campbell on. He'll be outraged. Well, yeah, I mean, the glove. The original gloveman. Well, that's right. The glove wearers will be devastated. No, it's very disappointing. Uh, Joey's in. Um, why don't basketballers ever wear gloves, Keith? Uh, you need to yeah, touch when you're shooting. Well, don't you need touch to ham- handle the pig skin? Uh, to catch it, I mean, it, you, it'd help you if you're catching a basketball, I'm sure. Wouldn't but, help you kick. But if you're going to shoot a basketball, you need the touch. Or the dropping the ball out of your hand? Well, yeah, mate, all those things, but not for basketball, no. No. No, I, I can't. How would you think that that was going to be an advantage? I'm just wondering why in most other sports, uh, ball sports, the athlete has worn a glove in most of them at some stage. Mm. Some of the athletes, but never in basketball. No, because it's not an advantage. Not there rugby league. No one wears a rugby league. What mm. about in in your non-shooting hand? Uh, you still got to dribble. You want to have that <laughs> feel in your hands. You've got to dribble, go left or right. You you, you know which way you'd be sending the de- sending the offensive player if he's got a glove on his left hand. Send him to his left. There's no such thing as a bad question. We've asked it and you've answered it beautifully. I don't no, know why no. so aggressive. Look on his I'm face. not being aggressive at all. Face. I can see the look on his face now that we're zooming. No, I'm looking at your face. Oh, I'm quite shocked. <laughs> oh, I can't see you. How can you see me when I can't It's like I'm watching you? on his screen. Mm. Oh, I'd like to be able to see you as well. Uh, Joe's in Roval. He wants to uh, join in the uh, previous conversation about Sam Powell Pepper heading straight to the tribunal in case you hadn't heard. Fire away, Joe. Hey, boys. How are you going today? Good, thanks, Joe. Very well, Joe, Joe. Good. Um, just uh, problem number one, Tom Jonas, he's, he's a new commentator, right? So I think yes. the comments that he made that he thought there was nothing in it is probably not right. And if he could have his time back, he probably wouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. Problem number two, I think he was just looking after his old teammate that they played together for so long, Sam Powell Pepper. And I wish we had the crystal ball and if, the, if things were reversed and it was a Port Adelaide player that had gotten out there, what his comments would have been. He may have actually said, oh, this guy's in trouble and I can see this guy getting weeks. What do you think on that? Uh, I give you the benefit of the doubt. Yes, I do. I think it was a, a, I don't know how sophisticated the replay centre was and Mm -hmm. how much they had that going on. And at a first instance, if you're seeing it and you're sitting in the stands and you've just seen it live, uh, it's not as easy as if you've got a few replays. I think it had, I got a feeling because it sort of came a minute after it happened, he probably saw a replay, but but those it's his comments. First time I think, doing it, I think those comments, as I remember them, were before he'd seen that. It wasn't. Mm, it seemed like it was. Was it after he'd yeah, seen a sure. replay? I mean, it's his first time doing it. Mm. I'm not going to hang him on it. No, no, not at all. A, we need to get this Zapruder film out to work out when he made the comment. <laughs> I think he just wants to be the new Kane Corns <laughs> and just be. No, I don't think that was his goal. <laughs> Matt's in Ascot Vale. Before we get to, uh, Hooli, I don't go anywhere after the break. I want to talk to you about the Swannies. Well, where would I go? 
Well, I don't know, back to where you belong. I don't belong, <laughs> but, you know, back on the other where side of the Where his home is. But I'm, in, I'm enjoying having you next to Kate. Want me to drop anything else to your house or you're you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Got attacked by the vicious Henry. Uh, super good. Oh, too, oh frightening Grudel. Matt, uh, Matt's in Ascot Vale. Good afternoon to you, Matthew. How are you guys? How are you going? Good, Matty. Um, it seems to be quite a few people who want to throw the book at Sam Pepper and uh, the same people were very defensive of Braden Maynard back mm. when he did his thing. And the reality is Maynard got off because the rules were pretty loose at the time. They've had to change the rule because of it. And I think it was more of a free action what Pal Pepper was doing than him. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I think no, they're, they're completely different, different incidents. Mm. Oh, they are. Completely they are. different. Mm. Yep, yep. Mm. What explain you can you explain a bit more, Matty, about just quickly as to why you see there's some com, well not comparison, but it seems like you think that Maynard should have been penalised more. And that's why they've basically changed the rule, because they know they had the rules wrong. So they've changed the rules to say it's essentially the Maynard rule, right? You can't jump off the ground and do something ridiculous and then say, I only had a millisecond to respond. Whereas Sam Pepper, he's trying to sort of bump and protect. But he's able to respond mm. with the millisecond and everyone's like, well, it could easily be done. It's like, well, that's not what they said about Braden Maynard. It was all oh, so quick and split section, you know, split second yeah. decision and stuff. Well, I don't think we want to re-prosecute that, but I think I do believe that they are different mm. sets yeah. of circumstances. I don't think the AFL had the rule wrong on Braden Man. It's just it's I'm such a sure. freakish incident. Yeah, yeah that, it probably yep. wasn't updated to the modern version of the game, no. and therefore they've it. quickly changed it, and, 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 and rightly so. I know. Get I ready because we will get hits here, but I don't think the intent of Brain uh, uh, Maynard was anything to do with trying to cause the type of unfortunate damage that he did do. I couldn't agree with that. No, I agree with that. No, he I agree was with just that. trying to... He 100%. Was he just had to... Trying to smother the from ball. From now on, you've got to do it differently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, he got it wrong, mm. but yeah. It's already twenty. It's already 17 minutes to five. Amazing. This is... Uh, it's ridiculous what's happening today. I want to talk to you about the Swannies. <laughs> do, you, do you downgrade... Mm. Do you downgrade your, your, their prospects off the back of the Luke Parker? Depends how long he's out for. Well, it's uh, going to be... Which we don't well, know yet. Right. Yeah. We, we don't know. We'll find out at the end mm. of the week once he's seen the specialists, hopefully. But we'll, we'll just... We'll, we'll spitball that on the other side of this. <laughs> on early trip to the uh, tribunal, <laughs> it is the subject that keeps on giving uh, and people just want to keep oh. talking about it. Oh, no. I know, but that's what... Uh, we're here to facilitate the conversation. Mm. Mm. Well, I think it, it, it's... Something that uh, brings about a broader discussion as well as yeah, just the I actual think, incident. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I think that's uh, um, we're welcoming some broader uh, viewpoints in. And I feel like Simon in Byron Bay. Mm, it's a broad church gonna, here. Yeah, I think he's going to bring something very um, uh, uh, sort of left field and alternate to the whole situation. Good afternoon to you, Simon. How you doing, guys? Look, I thought I'd bring some French philosophy oh, into the conversation. I love it. Love it. Exactly, exactly what it needed, I reckon. Indeed, it's great that footy's back. We talk about the tribunal. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to quote Jean-Paul Sartre. I am my actions. When it all comes down to the tribunal, it doesn't matter. It's not the hopes, your thoughts, your inspirations, your desires. It's what you actually do. Like the great John Kennedy said, don't think, do. Yes. So what did Pal Pepper do? Doesn't matter what he thought. What did he do? He decided to bump rather than tackle. He's gone. Maynard last year made the decision to jump in the air to smother. Mm. If he does it this year, that action it means you're gone. Doesn't oui. matter what your thoughts were. We are our actions. We oui, we. Oui. 
Very nicely done. That's a fair point, though, that he makes because I think... Jean-Paul Sartre? Yeah, no, good player for Marseille back in the day, wasn't he? Right back. He makes... I think we all... Intent does matter. Intent at PSG. Yeah. Who'd he play with there? Mbappé! No, 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 no. <laughs> but I think that's what the, that's sort of the direction the AFL is going. It doesn't really matter what your intent was. Oh, yeah, you hit him in the head. Mm. Braden, you might have been trying to smother that footy, but in 2024, Stiff. doesn't matter. Mm. Wall's on the road. Last one uh, on this for the time being. Good afternoon, you Wally. Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we today? Good, Wally. Well, good, good, good. Very good. Look, just a quick one on the grand final incident. Um, I recall the Collingwood player in person did make a statement a couple of days before the game that it was a grand final. Um, you know, he was going to go in full pelt. He didn't really care what the result was because it only comes around once in a while. And, uh, you know, I don't think it was intentional uh, that he uh, bumped the fellow that he did bump, but I'm sure that something was going to happen during the game because of that, uh, that intent that he had. And it's, it is a very emotional time of grand final pre and, and whilst it's going on. So... I don't think anyone can be blamed for it, but I think it was a little bit premeditated. What do you think of that? Uh, it was a qualifying final. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, a grand I final. I don't think yeah, when yeah, you say yeah. premeditated, I, I think when you're going out there putting it all on the line, doesn't no. necessarily no. mean you're going to go about it in a way that's going to cause that type of damage to your opponent. Mm. No, no. We, we, hey, listen, we, 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 we know who Braden Maynard is, a footballer. He is, he'll run through a brick wall for you. And he'll and he'll he'll go he'll jump harder and higher and faster than anyone to try and do the right thing by his teammate. And he and he's subsequently got that wrong. I mean, he, he got it he got it wrong at the time, and now it's subsequent, I should say, the rules have adjusted to that action. So, but I don't I, I'm I don't know, Brad Mona, but at the time I, I'm comfortable in my assessment of footy. I don't think he was intending any damage. Yes. I agree. The opposition no, I agree with that. At all. Oh, I agree. Um, no. And it was a horrible accident. This is the new Trent Cochin 2017 prelim incident. We're just mm. going to keep going back to it. Every time we talk about yeah, Collingwood we winning the flag, yeah, but like oh, the no, call- no, no, hey, been playing. But like yep. the caller said, Andy, and it seems like that's the direction the AFL is going, well, I don't care what your intent is. I am my action. No, that, I a, am my action. And there's a bigger thing at play than your intent. Mm. People's heads. Let's get heads. a T-shirt. <laughs> let's get a T-shirt. Let's, let's merch that up. Yep. I am my action. It's not bad. I don't mind that, actually. Oh, they'll love it. Mm. Uh, eight minutes. To, don't go any... I, I, I just want to no, get... No, there's a lot of stuff out of Captain's Day, too, we've got to talk oh, about right after oh. five. Well, but no, right th- no, this well, is the big one. Luke Parker Luke. and Callum Mills potentially missing a lot of footy this year. What does that do to Sydney? i tell you what it does do. It makes your mate, Kinnear Bateson, look like a genius. Because Taylor Adams and James Jordan are very, very important players in the middle of the centre square for Sydney right now. It, it only makes him look like a genius, Julio, because he is a genius. <laughs> That's right. Seven minutes to five. <laughs> I am quite devastated about the fact that we're not going to be going through of Angus Brayshaw this year. And as a friend, I'm also very devastated in terms of what's happened. Um, tiny bit of a sense of relief um, in terms of the concussion battles he's had that um, it now is no longer. Um, but, yeah, in terms of... He's just signed a five-year contract. He's a premiership teammate. He's a very, very, very good friend. It's um, just been cut short a little bit earlier than what I thought it'd be. What grabbed you from that comment from Max Gorn today? Was there a... Uh, was there a... Uh, I think it's an interesting way of looking at it. We're all sad, of course, but I, I, if you knew him really well, like a good friend, there would be a bit of relief. Oh, mate. Oh, be a massive a sense of relief. Yep. Yep. That jumped out from that grab from Max in about Angus Brayshaw, the sense of relief, knowing full well that... 
um, what he's had to go through, the pain that he suffered, the stress that it's caused him and his family, and you know the the the, the fact that that is now no longer potential, particularly with the potential long term yep. impact of it all. Uh, if you love someone, that would come with that mm. enormous sense of relief that they won't be putting themselves through that anymore. Yeah, you'd love to have him out there because he's a good player, but that's more important. No doubt. So there's a whole lot of Captain's Day stuff. Mm -hmm. I do want to get your thoughts on Luke Parker uh, alongside Callum Mills and the potential of all that after this. What's going on back in there, Shags? What do you got for Oh, it's going on. And uh, one of the things that, uh, well, we, we haven't even mentioned it, and I don't know how we missed it because uh, this is... This is exceptional stuff by the Boomers. They beat uh, Indonesia, oh my goodness, one hundred and six <laughs> to fifty-one. It was oh, um, powerhouse it, of Indonesia. It was uh, hey, it's all part of the. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't sit like that. If you oh. could see Andy Ma right now, oh. no, but a win is a win, yeah, Andy. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's a, it's a good win with a, a young and up and coming Boomers well, squad. You really yeah, can't so believe how we got to, not didn't get to that in the first two hours, can you? Well, staggered a, by that. It's I am staggered because I know it would have been in his book, and no, it's it a definite rock. I, I did have the Matildas in my book, and they were a massive rocks. But well, Andy, like old... I, Andy, because I watched that game, hmm. and to me, hard work. It was oh. that they, they are no good. The opponent, I like <laughs> no, no good, and it, the three nil flattered them. If that could have easily been should have been 15 10. zero. Because yeah. they well, we that, they couldn't get it over the centre line. Well, we didn't score until the seventy fifth minute mm. there or thereabouts. It Had was Michelle Heyman who Good hadn't story. scored. It's a magnificent story. She's been scoring goals for fun in the um, A League in the W League. Um, in the well, isn't it A League women? A League women. A League women. Now, yeah, that's a good point. All right. A um, League women. That's right. Well, yeah, but if you, I still type in W League and it still pops mm. up right. for some reason. So. Um, but she hadn't scored. She's 35, hadn't scored for eight years. And 2016. It was her first performance, um, her first appearance in 2018. Mm -hmm. So uh, outstanding stuff from her. Great story. Um, did you see Mary Fowler's goal? She retired Beautiful. from soccer. She retired from soccer for a year as well. Took 12 months off. Did you know that, Andy? I didn't know that. Andy. Oh, well, that just, just adds to the... Nice, just nice finish from Mary Fowler. You know what? Finish. 27 shots to one. All club. Mary Fowler... When you watch her, and clearly the opposition's not great, but her class, it, she just oozes class. Even if you know, like me, bugger all about. But you can pick it game. in any sport. When the game oh. looks slower, when someone has possession, she is special. That's what she's like. Mm, the, very the Robert special. Robert Harvey Scott Pendlebury. Factor. That's right. It is. Thank the game slows much. down. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand going to be there on Wednesday, and they are yep. going to see an evisceration. <laughs> It's not oh, going to be we'll pleasant. Out, yeah, we've got Hayley Razzo's <laughs> coming on the show tomorrow. So oh, we'll cool. ask them what the expectations are. And you know what? Terrific. They need to just sort themselves out. The, the, I, I understand they're trying to slow the game down. And I, I understand all that. But there was a couple of dives. From the Uzbekis. From the Uzbekistan that was just embarrassing. They barely hit. Nothing there to see oh, here. Well, well, the old... And fortunately, well, the, the, the... What about in that first half... What was going on with the umpire with when they should have went yeah. about three corners that should have went our way, and she nah give it a goal kick. Now fortunately their goalie couldn't kick it past the centre line. <laughs> no, no, no. So she had a sore back. No, yeah, she she went down from a regulation save and looked like she'd been shot. Mm. The old VRs, the VAR continues to go well in the round ball game. I know that's not a bit what you're stiff this about. morning with Liverpool, oh, weren't they? Mate, this is ridiculous. Yeah, that I was mean, ridiculous. That. 
this whole point now where they are looking, when they go to VAR, and they are looking for every single potential infraction. Not for the obvious, not for the one that affects the, no, the goal scorer and the immediate players in his area or her area. The, the, the one where they're looking now for all players, and, and there's like every player's in the penalty area mm. trying to defend the corner or score from the corner. Uh, it's, it's got beyond a joke. What were, the fir- what were the four words they used when it was introduced? Why they brought it in? Clear and obvious errors. Thank you. That's not what we're adjudicating now. No, 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 we're not. It's ridiculous. And, uh, it is ridiculous. Mm. Hey, um, a bit so, of news out of the captain's day. Oh, you, sorry. No, can I just get you? Yeah. I, want, I want to get your thoughts on this. If Luke, if Luke Parker mm-hmm. gets to the end of the, and let's hope it's good news, right? Yep. That's we all want. A good specialist news later this week to get a timeline. Yep. Everybody loves Luke Parker, irrespective of who you barrack. Mm-hmm. But let's say it is. Uh, what, what's a what's a broken arm? Six. Six? Yeah, probably. Could yeah, it could best, be. I reckon six, six is probably best case. Yeah. So six, let's say six to eight. If it's broken. It's clearly not a mile. It, it, it must, if you're seeing a specialist, it's not well, just a little right. um, hairline. It must be a bit no. more than that. Well, sometimes Correct. you're seeing a specialist to try and see if there's a way you can you can fix it up Get quicker. Back quicker. Mm. Okay, let, let's assume it's six. Right? Just, just, just mills out for the middle of the year. Parker, that's the heart and soul. Yeah, right? it is. Their midfield. Does it? Do you downgrade Sydney? Like we're all looking at, we're, no matter who we are, we probably have to put together a top eight at some stage. Uh, they, they, they weren't. You know, they only just got in last year. Are they? Does this impact the, so much, so profoundly, the first half of this season that you might downgrade Sydney's prospects, or are they? Or is uh, the in such a okay? tight competition, yeah, potentially, yeah, where it might be one or two games difference between fourth and tenth again. So you mentioned mm. Adams and Jordan come in. I think the thing with, with pa- the thing with Parker is too he's so good forward. That's and right. they've got a young yeah. forward line now. Yep, yep. Yeah, so yeah, it's I, a big blow. It's a massive blow. What's so, a bigger blow, Parker or Mills? I would say Mills. Mm. Just, just, just. Yeah, I mean once yeah, I would say Mills. Mm. But, um, but they're both profoundly important to that footy team, mm. obviously. So. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about it this morning and thinking, oh, I don't know. Like, it's if you're looking at those who are um, your locks for the top eight, you might have five or six. You yeah, might. I think most people do this year. Yeah, and then you've got you know the the last two or three spots are going to be fought between seven or eight mm, teams. Potentially, and this and it's only going to be a win or two mm-hmm. between them um, at the end of the season and. Uh, they're going to have to. They're going to have to cover some holes if, in fact, the Parker injury mm. is potentially severe. Okay. Ca- yeah. So there's a bit of news out of uh, the captain's day. Thanks to the spirit of Tassie, unwind as you wander and set sail with the spirit of Tasmania from just sixty nine dollars. Conditions apply. So Toby Nankervis, uh, he's struggling with a plantar fascia at the moment. He's got a big session uh, tomorrow just to try and work out where he's going to sit and does he play an opening round? Of course, we've got a game tomorrow night. Uh, Collingwood uh, v Richmond. Uh, so uh, he won't play in that one, but he's still hopeful he can play round one. Patrick Cripps well, was pretty bullish about... Just, can yeah. I just say something on that? This was I was so hopeful to get Adam Uze in today mm. because it, obviously they want Toby Nankervis to play every minute of every game. Well, every game, certainly. Not every minute necessarily. But it is setting up one of the great stories, Sam Naismith. Like, yeah, good point. Th- th- yep. This is setting up a remarkable story. This bloke should have yeah. been finished the, the amount of damage he did to his legs yep. over the journey and, and was out of the game at the elite level for a year. Um, stuck at it. Um, has got an incredible personal 
backstory, and he is in the mix now. Well, he's got to play. Having, I would have well, thought because yeah, uh, Samson Ryan's more of a forward at this stage than yep. a ruck. Yep. And they've got yep. Marte Kalina, who's still you know learning the caper. So, yeah, Sorry I think you're right. No, very good point. Uh, Patrick Cripps oh, was pretty you. confident about Sam Walsh, saying it's more just a, a stiffness and a tightness than anything too serious. So, big running session at Princess Park yesterday. Uh, so, hasn't been ruled in or out of opening round yet. But uh, yet again, if the, yet again if, it wasn't me. If the skipper is telling the truth, it sounds like it's not uh, uh, too serious. With a weedering. Have a look Ollie. at him. <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty, Doc. Yeah, it's hard to defend Doc. today. Doc. 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 And a bit hard back. to defend when you're wearing that. Do you believe in miracles, T-shirt? Goodness me. Stronger t- hashtag stronger together. You lose a bit I'll of credibility. I'll tell you what, I had to drop the gear off to uh, Playa Del Rey this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Never been to Playa Del Rey before. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. a couple of things stood out. Well, Clifton Hill isn't pretty tight mm-hmm. in a suburb of Melbourne. Sprawling property he's got out there. Oh, it is. By well, the time I got down the end of the driveway... I'm tongue. That's a long driveway for an inner suburban sort of uh, suburb. That's what happens oh, when generally, that's what happens when you when you're the superstar of a the highest rating sporting program on television right now. And I thought when you get to the front door and there's the QR code to check in and stuff, that was yeah. a bit much, wasn't it? And the security I'm not guys. that big a name, is he? That's right. <laughs> and your street's a bit confusing because normally it's even numbers on one side, odd numbers on the other. Mm. Not, not so where Ray lives. No. One's no. next to two and four's over Why there. It's very his, confusing. Just give out his address no, so give out the address. our audience can just swing by and have a look at the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they go and get anywhere near him. It's like he's in a gated community with that driveway. Mm. It is a gated. both radio and TV, Andy Marr. <laughs> Who was that? That was when you, I think you're doing the slide. Oh, yes. And they introduced oh, yeah. you. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, the other injury news today, getting back on track, uh, Jai Simpkin, as we mentioned earlier, tendon in his finger, which normally means time out, but he's it's not serious enough. It's going to keep him out. So a glove uh, for the first couple of months. He confirmed Colby McKercher would play in round one as well, which is no great surprise, uh, given what he's done over the summer. Hey, I want to introduce uh, We want to find... You know, I'm big on the small forwards. Oh, I love if, these. If they're not quite as important as a key forward yet, they're not far behind. Not far behind. So I want to do all. this is a new segment. We're going to go through three teams a day, and by next Thursday round, we're going to work out who the top three duos of small forwards are. So we've called it. Oh, hang on. So we're only allowed to pick two from each team, are we? Yeah, only two. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's called the dynamic diminutive duos. Right. Say so that Delicious. twice quickly. No, dynamic diminutive duo. So we'll start in alphabetical order today: Adelaide, <laughs> Brisbane, and Carlton. So I need your help with Carlton, Ray. Because yeah, who, who, so, who are the – if you're no, picking two at yeah. their best to play, who are they? Oh, he, he, oh he's he, – he, no, uh, it's very, there's very little between Oe's oh, Motlop and Durden, and then you throw Fantasia into the mix. That's, so a, you, that's you, where you, it gets you, confusing. You've got to park him at the time being for the time being. But, but at his best – I think he's in there. Orazio's probably in there, hmm. but – Fantasia. The small forward committees are so impressive, and I didn't know we we're only looking at two. I actually went through and did some work. On okay, it. no, we can we um, can expand it out. Well, look, Brisbane's is the benchmark, right? Out of those, can't if you got if you count Zach Bailey, do you count Zach Bailey's a small forward? Uh, I was going to ask you that question. What do you there's think? There's a couple of these types of players, in and this, this is where it gets a bit tricky because I, yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't count. Toby Green as a small forward. Well, okay. Well, you, if you don't count him as a small forward. Or Jamie forward, Elliott. Well, okay. And they're marking well, players. Well, that's right. Do you count Connor Rosie as a small forward? No. He's okay. a midfielder. 
Well, okay, but he's playing. I'm talking. Mostly. I'm talking about your 80, 90 percent game time small forward. All right. So, uh, well, well. If, so if you don't, well, so you're not counting Zach Bailey. I wouldn't have Zach Bailey. I think he's more of a midfielder these days. Well, you're the boss. You've thought about this mm. more than me. Mm. So Bailey's kicked thirty goals last year. But so you, so you're left with Charlie Cameron yeah. and Link. And Link That's right. That, they'd be the two I'd have if All I was right. choosing the lines. Fifty nine goals for Cameron, twenty eight for McCarthy yep. last year. So then you've got then you've got Isaac Rankin, correct, and, and probably Josh Rochelle. That's right. Lockie Murphy okay. is the other one that plays up there. But and, you'd have to Luke, say, and, and Pet, yeah, Pedler's. I thought about Pedler. He kicked 25, mm. so he's more a scrappy sort of defensive yeah. forward. But So ranking but, 36, Rochelle 23 last year. And, yeah, now you would think you've got to take out of those three teams, I think you, you give mm. the nod to Brisbane because of the runs on the board, Cameron and McCarthy. But I would think that Rankin and Rochelle, they they pose a mouth-watering prospect. I'm interested to see how much they play in the midfield this year well, that, compared but they all, to... Most of them drift. Most of them get a bit of drift time, don't they, these days? Mm. Cosie Pickett might play more in the middle this year. Well, that's that's right. And if mm. he does, then that, that rips a, a bit of that out of mm. Melbourne. So who's, who are you picking your two, Carlton? They're all fit. Who are uh, your two small forwards? Well, I'm going to let Fantasia put some runs on the board to okay. jump jumper before I put him in. So I would put... And, and Durden hasn't done enough yet. So I'd go, oh, he's Motlop. Okay, yep. Yeah, I would have definitely oh, Motlop. Yeah. And, and the only reason Corey Durden hasn't done enough yet is his injuries hurt him at a key time. Mm. So I think he's going to be a really good player. But I, I think Owie's oh, in Motlop for the time being. Yeah. Motlop's only in his third year. I oh, know. He's, what he's produced has been pretty good. No, no, he's, I think mm. he's going to be oh, – I think he'd be good. But, um, yeah, you've got to go Cameron McCarthy out of those three, don't you? I think so. Yeah, I think so. That'd be the pick of those three. So tomorrow we'll do uh, Collingwood, Essendon, and Fremantle. So Brisbane, the Brisbane duo march on, and it's Tadar, Adelaide, Carlton. Well, yes, I think that's right. Oh, that's very, that's brutal. But okay, mm. no worries. Right, if that's how we're going to play the game. Disgusting oh. non-decision. <laughs> well, it was a decision. I look forward to more of that tomorrow. We are racing up to the uh, end of our a lot of time here this Monday afternoon. Mm. Sports day coming up next. Jared this, Healy, uh, Adam White tonight. Okay, righto. Cornsy back on the uh, way back home from Perth. He went to the wrestling. Took the kids to the wrestling on the weekend. He took the kids to the wrestling. He took them to Perth. That's to right. The wrestling. That's right. Mm. Mm. We well, must love his wrestling. That's right. All the kids do. Who uh, who was the headline act uh, in the wrestling on the weekend? What's her name again, Rod? Rhea Pipley. Ah, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Mm. There you go. Oh, well, that's great. Good There's fifty-two thousand people there. Well, there's a At lot Optus of people Stadium? love the caper. Well, yeah. Mm. You know, yeah, she's born, of course. Uh, she's a local, of course, Rhea Ripley. So, mm. South um, Australian, not, isn't she? Yeah, that's right. I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Keith, you're all over it, aren't you? Uh, absolutely. Love everything about it. I never actually <laughs> missed it, but I'll, I'm sure I'll catch it on the replay. You never missed it or you missed it? I never saw it. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> never missed it. No, I missed it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know I, what you're saying. Mm. We, caught did, you nap- I, we caught you napping. I uh, did not mm. see it, um, but um, but you're right. I did hear that there was a lot of people, and uh, our man Corn loves it. Apparently, took the kids. Loves it. That's yep. what we just said. Mm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> just 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 reinforcing uh, the fact that he got on the plane and went to Perth to see it. Hey, the big guns are back tomorrow night. Uh, Collingwood and Richmond, of course. Uh, the last dress rehearsal before opening round. So Grimes, Baker, Prestia, Martin, Taranto, all back for the Tigers. Josh Dacos, Darcy Moore. Uh, back for the pies. Uh, missing a couple Good of those. Good news for the pies. Yeah, Jeremy Howe is missing after getting a bit of a corked calf at training. And Scott Pendlebury as well is a little bit sore. But Colin would say both will certainly play uh, in opening round against the Giants next week.
And a few have jumped on the Shea Bolton bandwagon, I notice. Who? Well, speaking of Kane. I, I, I oh, think, Kane. Uh, yeah, he's now saying that Shea Bolton could be a top 10 player in the league. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm not that we were breaking the mould or anything by saying that, but we were, uh, we were we were very much ahead of the curve when it came to that. Well, it's like Robbo's top, he's Robbo's done his top 50 today. Eight, oh, of, eight of the top 10 that we had, he's got in his top 10. Oh, well, there you go. Bont one, Butters two, Nick Dacos three. Two? Yes. To- that, that, that surprised me. Yep. Toby Green four, Petrarca five, Charlie Kernow six, Jordan Degoe seven, Jeremy Cameron eight, Lockie Neal nine, and Sam Taylor ten. So, Tommy Stewart 19, Max Gorn 20 of the two that we had that he okay. didn't. <laughs> so is that is that is Robbo just remind me Robbo stuff is that going in That's going in. If they're all so, playing at their best, these are the best pick. fifty players in the competition. Right Zach Butters number two. I don't think he's ahead of Nick Dacos or Toby Green. No. But no. Oh well no no, he's a beautiful player. No, we he had him in the top ten, there. but yeah, I don't think did, I'd have yeah. him in the top two. Gazy, how do you feel so where sorry, where was Nick Dacos again? He's number three. Okay, you're happy with that, Keith? Uh, well, I think uh, you know my thoughts on Nick. Uh, his trajectory is uh, to become the greatest player ever to play the game. So um, number three, I guess, at this point in time, he's still got a little bit of work to do, but uh, I like the trajectory. Yeah, no, that'll do. That'll you're do ma- so you wanted Zach, you were pushing for Zach Merritt to be in the top 10. You had him at 33. Well, that, you know, that's, that's a okay. Bit low. I just think, oh, I think it is too, but I just think you look at players who have got, the CV that Zach Merritt... Now, you can say one of two things. One, you can say he racks up uh, BNFs because he's playing for a team that doesn't have as many good players in it mm-hmm. as other teams do. Um, but you can also say that he has to do more uh, because of that yes, very reason. And that's true. The All-Australian gongs that he's starting to rack up now are, uh, are a recognition of all of that. I think sooner or later, the CV starts to speak for mm, itself. Yeah. and. There aren't many players in the league at the moment who... And how old is Zach Merritt? Is he 27. 20? So he's, he's, he's in his prime now. Yeah. He's got three to five years left of his prime football. Um, and then he's still got you know a couple of years left after that, you would have thought, all things being equal. Mm. So I think by the time he keeps going, Zach Merritt, by the time he's finished, his CV is going to be ridiculously... He'll be right up there. Absolutely in will be. folklore. Well, I think it'd be up there alongside any mm. of the great players. Now, now, whether you think the CV equals, you know, wh- how you want to weigh up the um, successes achieved in terms mm. of the gongs that come his way, that, that's up to everybody. But sooner or later, it speaks for itself. Can I give you a late pox? Yeah, go on. Now, like, everyone wants to talk to Jordan Thompson, right? Yeah. You know, what annoys me is when these fly-by-nighters with no investment in the sport end up getting the interview. You know who he's don't speaking to tonight? Don't tell me Brett Phillips. Is Brett there. bloody Phillips. Uh, I mean, Tumbo he turns up the Australian Open and pretends he knows what he's talking about for a couple of weeks, and then he's got Jordan Thompson on the show Absolutely. on the first serve tonight. Johnny Cumley. Oh, my goodness me. Okay, have you got Dustin Martin as a small forward? Uh, no. Okay, all right. Have you got Luke Bruce as a small forward? Oh, of course I do. Okay. <laughs> have you got Jaden Stevenson as a small forward? Mm, no. Uh, am I, I, need to, I can't find two for North. Curtis. Oh, mm. Yeah. All See right. you tomorrow.